Now, wait a minute. A positive podcast? Why not? You know, this episode is to help show you that, well, you really can see the glasses half full. The brighter side, the better half, the potential, the good, the positive. All in this little tiny teeny podcast. How to be an optimist. If you are, help others be optimistic and positive. Only fools are positive. Are you sure? Well, I'm positive. You can thank the Three Stooges for that one. And you can thank me for this podcast. The optimistic one, this time anyway, called Street Curb Curiosity. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Smile, this really is going to be good. Like your day, like the coffee you had this morning. You know, the chat that you enjoyed with a couple of friends, how you felt when you woke up and uh, you just stretched for that brand new day you were about to have. You're an optimist. You're an optimist? Well, what is an optimist? Well, per Webster's, a person who is inclined to be hopeful and to expect good outcomes throughout their day. I even found a survey that you can find out how much of an optimist you really are, and you'll find the link to that test in the show notes, and I hope you take it. You'll, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, you notice optimists, well, they always stand out, don't they? You can recognize one fairly easily, and I think you can see an optimist easier than you can see a pessimist. I mean, it's easy to piss and moan. What's really easy, well, is being being average. Let's examine, shall we? Oh, okay, so you wake up, you're having an average morning. Coffee? Yeah, it's average. An average lunch. The afternoon? Well, that's kind of average, too. Having, well, an average chat with the average people you work with at the average workday you're having. Uh, and you want to stay below the radar. You don't want to be standing out and have people question what you're doing. I mean, people may think you're a freak. Huh? Mediocrity wins. You see it in the work world everywhere. Why do more? I'm not getting paid to do more. I'm, I'm going to do enough just to get by and get on with my average day. And you know, it should be better, shouldn't it? Well, that's why you recognize an optimist. They kind of stand out. Why the hell are these people so happy? This stupid shit. But deep down inside, you want to be just like that person. You want to be inspired. You want to get up and, and really enjoy your day and be somebody. My God, you could even be an optimist. Well, now, how do you tell that you're an optimist? I mean, is it a birthmark? Is it a tattoo? A state of mind? Well, there's actually a few things. And let's see if this is you. Are you a self-starter? Self-starters are optimists. You set a goal. You chart the course. Be the ball. You see just about everything as, a, as an opportunity and not a problem, and you go for it. And you don't wait for somebody else to tell you what to do. It's your plan. You, you plan, you set the goal, and you just make it happen. It could be a new hobby. It could be a workout. It could be a brand new job, even a vacation or just a night out. You see it in your head. You plan the outcome, and you make it happen. But what about the pessimist? Have I told you about the optimist versus the pessimist? Well, the pessimist says, oh, things could not get worse. The optimist says, oh, yes, they can. <laughs> oh. But now, wait a minute. Did you know that most people think a pessimist, well, appears to be more intelligent? That's because they're just pissing and moaning. They're loud all the time about how wrong everything is. Well, at least that's what the science says. Well, let's stay in this pessimistic mode for just a tad bit more, shall we? There are six types of pessimists. And you try saying pessimist many times. It's tough when you're doing a podcast. Anyway, there is number one, the defensive. 
Oh, it's going to take you a million years to decide to do anything. You got to review all the info again and again and again, because when you make up your mind, oh, I could be wrong. Or you could be number two, the risk adverse. I'm not taking any risk, any chance of any kind in any possible way because I could be wrong. Or number three, the bias. These people see everybody's faults in every little tiny minute detail. Everybody is faulty, if you will. Oh, there's the retrospective. Ah, yes, it was so, so, so much better in the good old days. Today sucks. Yesterday was so much better. Oh, then there's the defeated. I know, and you know, whatever I'm doing, is it's, it's just not going to work. So why am I going to try to do this anyway? Just, just why? Oh, and then finally, the resistant. Ain't going to change nothing. Nothing, honey. Change? Change? That's a bad idea. I want to keep doing things the way that I've been doing them forever. Ooh, don't want to do anything else. Ah, well, what do you call a pessimistic horse? A naysayer. Uh, it does get worse, I'm sorry. But boy, oh boy, I'm not horsing around. I know, you know, and you know people who know, one, two, three, hell, maybe a half a dozen pessimists, if not more. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a pessimist these days. It's not good, is it? But, you know, there are reasons for you to be an optimist. Ah, <sighs> take that deep breath. We're going we're gonna to delve in, shall we? Well, the good reasons, for one... You're going to live longer, about 15% longer per the scientists. Why? Well, optimists, well, we tend to exercise more. Yes, I said we, not they, we. Optimists tend to exercise more. They sleep better, they eat healthier, kind of sort of do once in a while, and don't smoke. And I'll add, we even drink better bourbon. But I digress. Optimists have better relationships. You can see the better in it. You can see the better in the other person. You know, there's another take on this. Somebody who's been married more than once, they're considered optimist because in most relationships, this could be the right one. I got to try harder. Optimists, well, they're sick less. They take fewer sick days. They believe they can work toward better health, not just wait for something bad to happen. And they are way more successful. And you know, it makes so much sense. And no, I'm not talking about the, you know, the arrogant asshole. Oh, I am the best ever, ever. Not those kind of people. We know those people. And you know, they end up being kind of a pessimist anyway. It would be great if it wasn't for those people. But the optimist sees the success and what it takes for the success and the steps that it would take to make that magic happen. And an optimist, well, they bounce back. You're going to have failures. Things are going to go wrong, but they use failure as a fuel. I'm going to get it right next time. And the very, very, very best of the bestest parts, optimism can be learned. Yes. And the people that do it, they're naturals, but it's also OIT, Optimist in Training. It is a choice. You decide either you're going to run the day or you're going to let the day run you. And I know you've heard that one before. It's really perspective on your day. You know, after downing a half a glass of milk, a kid said to her mom, you know, I'm an optimist. This glass is half empty. Hmm. Looking at the glass is half empty. Well, that's a sign of a pessimist, the mother said. Well, the kid just smiled back and said, not if you don't like what you're drinking. 
Uh-huh. Want to make work better? Well, try a little optimism. Science says uh, with optimism, you're going to be more creative, you're more productive, you're better organized, and what the hell, you spend a third of your life, at least at work, what the hell, you may as well have a better time while you're doing it. Look at some of the high-profile successful types. Everyone is an optimist. Elon Musk, Mr. Poster Child himself, probably, probably the best-known optimist, at least that comes to my mind. He said you know, he would never have started Tesla without his optimism. He, he just couldn't do it. He said he'd rather be an optimist and be wrong about everything than be a pessimist and be right. Was this wrong? Sending a Tesla into space towards Mars? Now that is being an optimist. Oh, by the way, that car, that car was within 5 million miles of Mars back in October of 2021. And it's already circled the sun two and a half times as of the time I'm recording this podcast. Took an optimist to pull that off. Oh, another one? Yes, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. He said he was an optimist. He also said that, well, you know, being anything else really doesn't help. So there's no use being anything else other than an optimist. Now, I hear you thinking, you're tapping your fingers there as you're listening to this podcast. Fine, 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 fine. It all sounds good, and maybe it's easy for you, but... Well, there is no but, buddy. As I said, being an optimist is a choice, and it takes focus. Yeah, it's going to be a tad bit of work, but in the end, you're going to be an optimist. It's going to be worth it, right? Right. Oh, here's five things you can start doing this very second, even during this podcast, as in right now, so you can be an optimist. One, focus on what went well in your day. No matter how small, what went right? What were the good things? Write them down. As you're thinking about it, can you give me three right now? Well, number two, give yourself some credit for doing the good stuff. Yeah, you screw stuff up, but you did good. It's okay to pat yourself on the back occasionally because you do good stuff every day. Number three, who are the people around you? Who are these people? Are they positive people? No? Well, then you, my dear friend, need to find new friends. Find some new people. Find some more. Surround yourself with some positivity because the negative people, they just drain the life out of your carcass, don't they? Number four, what are you the most thankful for today? Something somebody did? Something that just happened? Something that you did? You got lucky in that? What are you thankful for? Can you think of three things today? Oh, and number five, there will be bad things. We call them challenges. It's not all unicorns and rainbows, right? Right? Well, how do you control them? How do you work around them? How do you make them smaller? Well, here's one thing you can try. You can focus on the solution and not on the problem. How do you get over it? I mean, come on, stuff happens, right? Right. Well, just remember, as that little redhead sang, tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you, tomorrow, you're always a day away. You got tomorrow right in front of your face. Oh, and by the way, the flip side of that, the other part, yesterday's gone. Get over it. It happened. I, I, yes, you did dumb things. Yes, you said stupid things. Just say you're sorry. Try not to do them again. Make it a learning experience, but don't dwell on it. As a famous golfer, Ben Hogan, Ben Hogan, oh, look, if you're a millennial, there were golfers before Tiger Woods. Trust me. But anyway, famous golfer Ben Hogan said, the most important shot in golf is the next one. Yeah, you think about that. It's no joke. Oh, speaking of jokes, cannibals. My God, cannibals. You know they just hate optimists? Why? 
They just can't seem to keep them down. Mm, no joke. Trust the next chapter of you because, well, well, you kind of know who the author of the story is. So try being an optimist. Do it for me. Do it for you. And you know what you're going to find out? It just does feel better. Yeah, and in the end, you could just be an optimistic pessimist. An optimistic pessimist. That's right. You may see the glasses half empty, but there are free refills. Free refills? Woo! Another free refill of this podcast coming your way really soon from this optimistic podcast episode, the one from Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs>